Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory forever. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Our Lord this morning gives us a parable to show us what humility looks like. In all of his parables, he's giving us a vision of what the kingdom of God is, what the intricacies of our relationship with God is like. And is why the church has put in this place as we have begun the Lenten Triodion, which is the Sundays before Lent, where we are preparing for the great fast, that the church has this particular parable from our Lord. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus, with himself. God, I thank you that I am not like other men. Extortioners, you can see him probably looking out of the corner of his eye, he saw the tax collector. Unjust, adulterers, or even this guy over here, the tax collector. I fast twice a week and I give tithes of all that I possess. We see the Pharisee give us a perfect example of the antithesis of theosis, of what it means to become God. He prays thus with himself. And I tend to think that he is addressing himself when he says, God, I thank you that I'm not like everybody else. That this man has put himself, and we see this throughout his prayer, to self. That he has put himself above all. He's put himself in the place of God. This especially comes out when he compares himself with others. That he creates this distance as if he exists beyond. Because he is not like everybody else. He stands high above in his holiness, in his self-satisfaction. And he is right to say that he fasts twice a week and he gives tithes of all that he possesses. He shows righteousness. But he does this in his prayer for self-justification, for another little uh, you know, feather in his cap. The church in the hymnody last evening uh, that we would have had for matins if we had done vigil uh, does not put the Pharisee before us as someone to just condemn because the reality of the Pharisee is that he is actually doing righteous acts. He is doing something good by fasting. He is doing something good by tithing. And in fact, the church encourages us to be like the Pharisee in the sense of doing the right things. Our Lord says, do what the Pharisees do, but don't do what they act like, right? Like do what they teach, but don't become like them. So we see in the Pharisee, this one who has done the right things, but in this prayer to himself, he shows us just how far beyond 
He is from the heart of God. He has elevated himself to one of godlike knowledge. And as he floats in this ethereal, self-imposed state, and I say self-imposed, he's actually very lonely. There's something about pride, about the acid or the corrosiveness of pride or vainglory that you're doing things, even right things for the sake of your ego or to be seen, that really creates a lot of loneliness because you're better than everybody else. In fact, it creates, and I think we can see this in him, if we don't see this exactly in him, we may ourselves be familiar with this malady. It can create a kind of mechanical, robotic, automatic response. The heart becomes tuned to the things it's supposed to show off, but it has no real pulse, it has no flesh. Paul tells Timothy today in the epistle reading, but evil men and imposters will grow worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. Have you ever gone into a hall of mirrors? I'm trying to think. I think I've gone into a hall of mirrors once. I know I've at least seen it on you know, a video of it. And there's something very delusional because you think that you can see. And almost every time that you think you can see, as soon as you get close to it, you're either going to run into something, right? Usually yourself. And you're just surrounded by your own reflection. Everywhere you look and you try to get out of it. And this is the whole you know, thing of this hall of mirrors. This is exactly what the Pharisee is stuck in. He cannot see God. He cannot see others. He thinks and sees only himself. So much so that he's deluded that he's praying to himself. Thinking that he's praying and addressing God. This is why evil men grow worse and worse. Is because the deception at the heart of this is so bad, it just keeps getting worse. Unless one can break through the mirrors, one can allow God to actually shake one out of that existence. If one can actually stand like the tax collector, whom our Lord tells us stood afar off by himself somewhere in a corner in the temple, He cannot even raise his eyes up to heaven, but he beats his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. This tax collector does not stand in the middle of things and begin to address himself. His eyes cannot even engage with others. Because he understands where he actually stands. As a sinner. As a broken creature of God. The tax collector is not abusing himself. He's not loathing himself. He's not hating himself. This can be a temptation for us as we go into Lent. And start to hear the music go into the minor mode. Where we start really contemplating repentance 
as we give, as the church talks about the tithe of the year, that this can come to self-loathing. But that is not what the tax collector is doing. The tax collector just sees himself in front of God and realizes who he really is and where he stands before God. Notice his prayer has nothing to do with anybody else. (laughs) He's not comparing himself to anybody else. And in For our soul's sake, every time we compare ourselves to others, we're almost always going to self-condemn or judge others. The tax collector only stands before God and he's only focused on God and how he stands before God. He is reliant upon and firm in his conviction and the mercy of God. This is why he can say, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. He does not have to parade before God the things that he has done right. All he knows is that he needs God and he needs his grace and his mercy. This is why our Lord tells us that the tax collector goes down to his house justified. The one who relied on the grace of God was the one who found righteousness. The one who humbled himself before the Lord was lifted up by the Lord. This is not uh, a spirituality of lifting yourself up by the bootstraps. And there can be a temptation in Lent that this is exactly what we do. We push ourselves harder, but we do this without God. We do this without humility. If we are to escape the hall of mirrors, if we are to engage with Lent, we need to not engage with ourselves and our own thoughts about ourselves and about others, but we need to stand before God and see God and allow God to see us, to see the reflection that Christ has of us and not just this horror house of mirrors that we need to escape but that we can't seem to so let us imitate the publican the one who could not even lift his eyes up to heaven but just said God be merciful to me a sinner let us keep our eyes on Christ and he will show us the way In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.